Welcome to the Wake and Rake podcast. My mind, you just wake up and go rake. Featuring World Series champion Will Middlebrooks. High drive, deep left field for Middlebrooks. Back and that is gone. Third home run of the day for Will Middlebrooks. The trifecta has the Red Sox on top, nine to nothing. And MLB journalist Danny Vietti. Vietti here. He's a yeah, right-handed pitcher. He's six five. So you were right, thinking he's tall. He is. Pretty tall. From Cottonwood, California. Cottonwood, California. I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is either. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will. Party people. What's good, baby? Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and a happy new year to all of ours. Listeners, cheers, cheers to everybody, baby. 2022, it's got to be better than 2020 or 2021. It has to be. Man, I sure hope so. <laughs> I mean, 2021 was decent. We got a full baseball season. Very good baseball season, by the way. That's Atlanta true. Braves full, fans would agree. Full season. That. Yeah, Braves fans would definitely agree that 2021 was a great <clears throat> year. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about 2022 on this episode a bit, but we're also going to be taking a look back at 2021 because it was a solid year it wasn't as shitty as 2020 was we actually had a solid year shout out to the brace for obviously winning the world series big year for them big year for those fans so we're going to be breaking down on this episode our favorite moments of 2021 and then we're actually going to be looking ahead too because that's who we are and we just like to look ahead uh players poised to break out in 2022 and as promised as always we promised a QA mailbag and some of our listeners and followers Submitted some really, really good questions on our social media handles. So thank you for doing that. And Brooksy here is going to be answering a lot of those questions. Some of them were player related. Somebody asked, what do you guys do when you're at your hotels? Which I'm very much looking forward to that question. Because what Will Middlebrooks does on his downtime, that could go a number of different ways, my friend. (laughs) We'll see see what I'm in the mood to tell you after this whiskey goes down. First question of the day, though. What was your best gift that you got for Christmas? Best gift. Okay, so my wife and I didn't do presents this year. We Weird, we planned up, so we switched it up. Did I did I not see the? Can I? Am I spoiling it right now by saying that no? you're spoiling it? Just wait. All right, right. So we each plan. So we, she ended up with two gifts, but they were like, sorry, I'm fixing my shorts. Uh, there were two clues to where we were going, so we each planned a trip for each other. Okay, so. I wanted to, she's been everywhere. She worked for ESPN, she worked for CBS. She goes, she's gone, you name it, throw a dart at a at a map. She's probably been there. That's just, she's lived a pretty cool life up to this point until she had to marry me. But <laughs> so one thing we, we both haven't done is ski or snowboard. Like I could never do it because it was in my contract. Like, hey, if you get hurt doing this, we're, we void your contract. Mm. It's in a lot of player, most players' contracts. Unless you have it taken out, it's probably in there. Yeah, unless you're Madison Bumgarner and you get an alias and you go do rodeos. Yeah, what was his name? I'll have to look it up. I forget. I don't remember, but yeah, it's amazing. I'll get back to um, you. Anyway, so we're going to Park City, Utah. So That's we're cool. going to go hit the slopes in February, go learn how to snowboard. We're going to try to snowboard. Uh, we're going to go on snowmobile tours like through the mountains. and That's that's easy. It's like driving a four-wheeler in snow. I can do that. I grew up riding four-wheelers, so that's not a problem. Um, we are, so she gave me three options. I actually have them right here. 
actually have them right here. Option, hold on. Option one, Tulum, Mexico. Are you looking at this? Look at me. And they each have like golf courses. Oh, that's sick. Tulum, Mexico, Bahamar, Bahamas, which is like mm. an hour flight from here. Didn't you just go to the Bahamas? I've never been to the Bahamas. Where'd you guys go like two months ago? Two months ago. Three months ago, maybe. Ooh. You and wifey took a weekend trip without the kids. Oh, that was like a year ago. Was Aruba. It? That was before the Aruba. season started. Oh, it was wow, like, okay. fe- like January, February. Yeah. Time flies. Time man. flies when you're yeah. waking and raking, bro. That's right. Um, or Punta Cana, Dominican, which we've been. Okay. Um, I like Punta Cana. I like that golf course. I like the whole like all-inclusive trip where you just go sit by the pool and you don't have to worry about paying for anything. It feels like it's free, even though it's not. Yeah. You know, and you just like crushing drinks. We'll get into that, but um, it's a toss-up between Dominican. And the Bahamas. I've never been to the Bahamas. So you haven't chosen them. What? You haven't chosen. You haven't. You haven't selected where you want to go yet. No. And we're taking it with like our close friends around here. Mm-hmm. So we have down the street Nick and Stacy. They're coming with have COVID right now. <laughs> so thank God they have it now and not in February. But yeah. um, everybody's getting it right now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, do you remember a player named Lance Nix? He bounced around the big leagues for like eight years. Super familiar. Sounds super familiar. Big Jack, lefty, outfielder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He lives in our neighborhood, too. He played for Cincy? He played for Cincy. He yes. played for Cincy a lot. Texas a lot. Uh, yeah. Washington, Philly. Yeah. Um, they live here, too. And and we're all – we're just – we're the gang, man. We're going to do everything together. That's we're cool. close. We all, have, we all have young kids and stuff like that. Can I help you? No. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Look at that outfit. Look at that outfit. I was just going through our trips. Oh, which one would you pick? All of them, because I haven't been to either of the three. He's never I left mean, California. You guys that's have. not true. I went to Europe, and I got all my recommendations. That's very, guys, that's very true. Oh, true. So, very true. Um, I told him I haven't narrowed down. I, I'm leaning all-inclusive because it's obviously easier for everyone. And we're going with our girls, explaining our group of friends. The gang gang. The gang gang, yeah. Um. So probably Dominican. Bahamas may be more of a trip for just us. It's not all inclusive. You have to. Are the kids going with you guys on this trip? No, 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 no. Dumb question. That's true. That was a very bad question. That was a question from a guy with no kids. Yes. I'll learn. All right. Would you take your dog to the Dominican? Fuck yeah, I would take my dog to the Dominican. Okay, you answered wrong. Okay. Bye. I love you. Night. G rated. G rated. Later, Jenny. All right, you're, <laughs> ruin, you're ruining this. <laughs> well, now I'm mad that I asked you because now all my presents seem like shit. Oh, stop. That's fine. Well, I didn't actually get any presents. So we are going to Hawaii in a week, though. Oh, where? Uh, we are going to Oahu, Honolulu. Oahu. She just needs a spotlight. She can't help it. <laughs> Well, she deserves it. So we went to Hawaii a few years ago before we had kids. Mm-hmm. We took a whole, I've never been on a cruise ship. I hate, I just feel like you just like constantly moving. But I went on a massive cruise ship as a Hawaiian cruise. So we got on in, in Honolulu and went to like all the main cities around all the islands for like a week and a half. 
And you, some cities you get off and stay for like two days. Some you get, you stay there for like 12 hours and you got to be back on by like 7 PM. And then the, the boat leaves at eight mm-hmm. and you wake up the next morning, the sun's coming up and you're like pulling into a new port at a new, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we took like planes over uh, the mountains, like the, the Napoli coast, like where they filmed Jurassic park. They're like, Oh, this actress lives there. This like middle of nowhere. You know, it's crazy. You'll love it. Okay. And your favorite stop on that trip was. Ooh, Kona. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was my favorite. Yeah, oh, man. Kauai. Sorry. I meant Kauai. Kauai was my favorite. Okay. There's a, there's a company called wings over Kauai. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, four-seater plane i think they do helicopters too but they do tours mm-hmm. small plane i'll send you pictures from it okay and you you you're like going through the mountains like going over like the, these beautiful coasts it's it's insane you got to do it it's not it's not expensive either we just so. booked our golf we're basically golfing in jurassic park it's uh the royal hawaiian golf course is where we're golfing at and uh okay. it looks pretty sick it's basically oh like it's three- right oh yeah it's like on cliffs like right on the water like right, so yeah. our boat pulled into that port right there. That's where the cruise ship's docked. And there, there's like holes right down the water, like four yeah. of them, like right on the cliffs. It looks oh, sick. That's going to be sick. That's going to be sick. I didn't have a chance to play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. We got to get you hooked up with some new sub-70 golf clubs. We will. Are, are you be, plug, Are you plugging ads right now? We have enough ads. On I don't get paid. Ads. I don't get anything. I just actually really like them. I will take you up on that. I will take you up on that. They're, they're solid. I just got my dad some for Christmas. Yeah, got him locked in. Anyways, we got to talk baseball. There's not much baseball to talk about, but we can talk. We've missed each other too much. We could be here for hours. Uh, I know. Let's, let's, let's get into it, baby. Favorite moments of 2021. I'll give you the floor. What was your first favorite moment from the 2021 baseball season? Trey Mancini. Yeah, it's a good one. Trey Mancini, stage three colon cancer, man. Beat yeah. it. And not only did he – I mean, this goes beyond baseball, right? It's <laughs> – this is life. This is like real life. We we forget that these that these players are real human beings and they have feelings and and uh, real life problems like cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kicked his ass. Five hundred and fifty two ga- uh, days away from baseball. Came back. Obviously, come back. All he had to do was step on the field for one game. He was comeback player of the year, obviously. But um, just to see how the league welcomed him back, how his teammates came back. I mean, he's twenty one homers. He's played one hundred and forty seven games. Yeah. As a rock star, man, that, that that was my biggest moment because everything we're going to talk about from this for the rest of this segment is all baseball related. This is life. He kicked life's ass and he got back to baseball at the pinnacle of the sport, at the mountaintop of the sport. Yes, it's the Orioles. I don't care. It's Major League Baseball. And he's competing against the best in the world. He got back after he beat cancer. That's it for me. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Um, <laughs> Better not. Dick I have another feel good story for you. And I want to I don't even know if you remember this one. How about Daniel Camarena for the San Diego Padres? You know what I'm talking hometown about? Kid, hometown at? kid. Uh, grew up hey, in wait, Tijuana. Is that the one that took Scherzer deep? Grand slam off Max Scherzer. Relief pitcher. Rookie. He had just gotten called up. Uh, when was believe, that? When was it? Had to have been July. It had to have been early because it feels like it was five years ago. It was when the Padres started going down like flies. and they I feel like it was like possible. June. It could have been June. I don't have the yeah. date in front of me, but uh, doesn't matter. It, it's irrelevant. What was your second favorite moment of 2021? By the way, it, I didn't even get to explain my favorite moment. Daniel Camarena, rookie yeah, pitcher, sorry. was like his second at bat of all t- uh, ever in his entire career. Again, relief pitcher, and he had a grand slam off freaking Max Scherzer uh, in in at Peco Park, hometown kid. 
that was my favorite moment moment at twenty. Such a Padres like Cali baseball homer. I tried but I'm glad going you brought that up because I completely forgot about it and it was badass. Yeah, it was cool. Um, my second moment, Field of Dreams game. That was Tim Anderson walk off bomb, man. Oh, Yankees, White Sox, two hot offensive teams. Yeah, guys pumping a hundred. Lance Lynn out there sweating, cursing, yelling, just throwing fireballs. Kopech comes in throwing a million. I mean, in a in a world that, in the world that we live in, people just don't really see eye to eye on much. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard not to find people that wouldn't enjoy watching a walk off disappear into the night, going twelve rows deep in the corn. That was so fun. It's cool. Six over like six million viewers. Mm-hmm. That was so good for baseball because there were people watching Hollywood, that. Honest, honest, it was Hollywood. The, the ending. Uh, yeah, everything been, that went better. into it, the Kevin Costner throwing better, out the dude. first pitch, it, it, it brought eyes on the game that probably wouldn't have watched a game that year. And they watched it, and it, let's say just a few of those stuck around for the rest of the season. It was yeah. good for the game, good for the growth of baseball. Good job, yeah. MLB. I remember, and, when, and it started a new tradition, it's gonna keep going. I remember when the NFL started to uh, excuse me, started to do collab games essentially with Nickelodeon. They started doing yeah. Nickelodeon NFL games and they started doing slime in the end zone and these new graphics and stuff. And I immediately called out at Major League Baseball and I was like, this is what you need to do to reach this audience. It Gross. sounds very dumb. It sounds like you watch it and you got like Noah Eagle like crushing. Yeah. So Jenny worked with Noah Eagle this year on CBS. Noah's the man. A bunch. Yeah. He was awesome. He's really good. Yeah. He's what awesome. do you got? What's next? My second favorite moment of 2021 i'm kind of stuck because i i i know that you have this on your list i haven't seen your list but i know you have this on your list but shohei otani in the entire <laughs> all-star game i knew it yep i oh, the entire all okay game. mine's not the all-star game Mine's a little more broad okay i'll go first the all-star game no, experience can. everything that he did and it wasn't just what he did it was what he said in his uh pressers and I'm paraphrasing here, but they asked Shohei. No, 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 don't paraphrase. No, no, I, I, want, I want your Japanese. <laughs> he does speak English for the record, Stephen A. Smith, just so you know. That man does speak English. Does. Uh, but I'm paraphrasing here. They asked him, are you afraid of doing all these events, home run derby, starting in the all-star game on the mound, and then also leading off for the American League? Are you afraid of what that's going to do to your body and what that is going to, how that's going to impact your team for the second half? And he basically responded, and say, that's what I owe the fans. Like, I come out here and I can do all of these things. So why not come out here and play the game that I love and do it for the fans and give them a show? Because that's what I'm here to do. That, that's incredible to me. I mean, just, I, I think that's the most overlooked aspect of Shohei's season is not just what he did on the field, but it's everything that he represents, everything he yeah. symbolizes, he's everything good about the game. And uh, the game couldn't be in better hands, honestly. Yeah, mine's I totally agree. Mine's much more broad. It's just like what he did this year in general. Yeah, I mean, I was I was I was writing my notes down for this show, and I was like, one of the best. And I was like, no, 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 it was the best season of all time. Mm-hmm. It's the best season of all time. Forty six homers, hundred ribbies, twenty six stolen bases. He was like up there in triples too, which he's a massive human being. He's in triples. 318 ERA, what are his innings? 130 innings, nine and two on the mound. Video game. Babe Ruth didn't sniff that. <laughs> so I went on a Toronto show, and I'm not going to call them out because they were actually really nice dudes. But I got ripped a new one for not 
considering Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the MVP more. And I said, you can't, you, sorry. You can't, you can't consider it. You can't I said, consider him. <laughs> I said, sorry. 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 <laughs> Shohei is my MVP. I said, sorry. That's what I said. They didn't like that. Well, they're homers. I get Obviously, it. I, I get it too. Job, but Vladdy had a great year for Vladdy, sure. Any other year, he's the MVP. Probably. 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 Yeah. Well, I, yes, you're probably right. Most most years. Most years. Yeah. In this era, we're not talking like late '90s, early 2000s, when everybody's pumping 60 homers. Right. Did you have a any other favorite moments from 2020? Because we missed a bunch. So the the last one I had on my list was. <laughs> The Max Scherzer Joe Girardi confrontation with the sticky substance situation. And that was one of yeah, my favorite sticky it, substance thing. I thought about bringing yeah. that, but I was like, I just didn't really want to talk about it. I talk, we no, talked I about hear it you. so much. I, I like, hear yeah. you. But it was more so the Max Scherzer saying he ripped, <laughs> he basically ripped. Uh, well, Sergio Romo's the guy that dropped his pants, but yeah, Max Scherzer was basically like, Look, check me, go ahead. I got nothing. I'm organic. He's here. so fiery and fierce during a game. It's like that's the last guy. I listen. I'm listening to you. I just have to let my dog in. He's scratching the door. Now you're good. Keep talking. My dog's a better listener over here, anyways. But just that entire confrontation between those two, two veteran guys that have been in the league, and everything that was going on. Garrett Cole was getting shit about sticky substances, and his ERA took a dip initially, at least. Um, it, it got, who was the Seattle pitcher? Was it Hector Santiago? That got popped with the, the first, that was the first one. That was the first one. So different guys were essentially being called out. And even like people were calling out Jacob DeGrom and saying, Oh, maybe he's using sticky substance. And I just loved how Scherz was basically like, here I am. Come on. Go ahead. Most guys, out. most guys just use Sunshine and Rosin, which obviously got banned too, which sucks. But but it's like anytime you're any good at anything, somebody's gonna want want to try and tear you down. Somebody's <laughs> gonna want to claim you're cheating. Somebody's gonna want to claim that you don't know what you're doing. You're an idiot. Don't Trust forget me, the, I, the glass now stuff. The glass now blew out and was like, that's yeah, why. That's right. That's right. He's a smart guy, too. So I, I feel like that was pretty calculated. I don't think he would say that if it wasn't true. Yeah, that's a really good point. Great season. We missed a lot of really good moments that we didn't mention. I mean, we don't have to get the too Braves. Deep them, I mean, the, the Braves freaking losing their studs right. and winning World Series, going trading yeah. for guys. You're like, why are they trading for those guys? And guys like Solaire carrying them through September. Then he gets sick and misses most of the, the postseason other guys step up it was just a crazy season man that was i completely looked over my first bullet point on this episode so i'm pleading for your forgiveness here okay you got kyle seager oh man kyle, kyle seager hanging him up at 30 career years old. Um, 11 years 11 years in the bigs about 10 and a half um about yeah. 240 home runs if you Basically, it's unfair to do so. But if you take out Ichiro, Griffey, and Edgar Martinez on the Mariners' leaderboard, Kyle Seager is basically at the top of each of their statistical categories. Really? Even Home like runs, Brett Boone and guys like that? Yep. Wow. He's uh, If you take out Ichiro, Griffey, and Edgar, he's first in uh, home runs, RBIs. Uh, he's up there in OPS, too. Again, I have a lot of the numbers in front of me. I tweeted it out a couple months ago. But and he's just a take my word dude, for it. man. He's a good dude. He was a good veteran for that that club. I had a bunch of young guys. And I talked to JP Crawford, who's one of my boys I got to know when I was in Philly. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just he raved about him. And JP's picky about who he clings on to. This is his personality. He keeps a small circle. He's like, Seeger is the man. Like 
he's tough on the young guys, but he'll be tough on you. But then he'll be like, hey, come and listen. I'll take care of you, take the dinner and explain things to you, buy you a suit, this and, you know, he was a he was pro. And it, honestly, I thought he had three or four years left. Him. He's 30, what, 34 He's my age? I'm 33. Yeah. I don't think too many people predicted Buster Posey and Kyle Seager to be hanging him up after this year. I could see Buster Posey. I didn't think Kyle Seager. Yeah, I'm just but, saying. Like, I mean, you made a them, good point. He he never got to play in the postseason. Him and Felix Hernandez, bro, they combined for 26 seasons, and they shared nine of those seasons. So they played together on nine of those teams. But right. 26 seasons, neither of them made the postseason. That's not an indictment on either of those players. They're phenomenal. Two of the best no, players. They, they did their ever, part <laughs> to they ever just, play in Seattle for sure. But um, they're just stuck there. Yeah. It's tough, man. I mean, they're turning a corner in Seattle, as we know. Mm -hmm. Julio Rodriguez is coming. Jared Kalenic. Oop, is that a teaser for our next segment? Perhaps. Um, but yeah, dude, it's tough, man. A really good dude. Uh, it meant a lot to that Seattle fan base for sure. And I know that once Seattle does get back to getting a lot of success up there and earning success, a lot of that is going to be due to the leadership of Kyle Seeger and what he's done with that that young group. Oh, his so, his thumbprint, his fingerprint is all over that group. Yeah, and it will be for the next five to eight years probably the guys that are there right now that will be their their studs that stick around even pitching side look like uh, what's his name logan gilbert is that his name yeah, young guy stud. all those young guys that were around him learned something from him i can speak on that from my time in boston that was a very veteran oriented team i was lucky mm -hmm. enough to play with some of the best veterans we've been over this on this pod many times i can tell you the guys that you know who they were in boston um but my first year, I was like the first guy without that probably hadn't been to arbitration yet. Mm -hmm. Like it was heavy, heavy vets. And um, man, you just learn so much. You just sit back and you don't have to do, you don't have to talk. They don't want you to talk anyways, but you just lean back and watch, watch them work, watch how they watch a game. You don't have to watch how they're playing. Watch if, how they, you can learn a lot for watching guys when they're not playing. Mm -hmm. Watch how they watch the game, watch how, what they talk about, what they're taking note of. What they're talking to coaches about. You learn so much on the bench with guys like that. So, I don't know. The main point is that that young group of kids are going to remember Kyle Seager for the rest of their career. By the way, you said J.P. Crawford was picky with his uh, friends and, and teammates. He's also very picky in the field. Nice. Nice. You're closer to being a dad than I thought. Let's move on. Let's look at the 2022 we're looking at players poised to break out in 2022. You picked a few. I picked a few. As always. I'm really just going to give you two. I'm just yeah. giving you two. All right. Uh, you go first because I wrote this name down, and I was like, you know what? I know <laughs> Danny was going to want to talk about this man, Jazz. So let's talk Jazz for a minute. You know I love And I'm not talking about the music. You know I love you. Lo you know I love me some jazz, some smooth, smooth jazz, baby. Jazz chism. I... I'm getting kind of a, uh, I'm being a little fanboyish with the Marlins, honestly. That starting rotation because no one thinks they're going to be good, and I think they have a chance to be okay. Not good, okay. They were in the playoffs two years ago. I know it was expanded playoffs. Half the it, fucking it. league was in there. All right, I get it. I know. I'm just. But saying. still, yes. But yes, they were, and they won a playoff game. So Jazz Chisholm. Now his batting average did take a dip toward the end of the season. Uh, he dealt with injuries toward last season. Right. But this last season, he did have an OPS, 728, 18 bombs, 53 ribbies, and that was only in 124 games. Because, again, and he's he a speed guy. I mean, he's also swiped 23 bags. This guy's a 30-30 guy. I mean, Otani had 26, but who's counting? 
So th- that's what the Marlins are missing, though, is basically a guy in the middle of their lineup to be the guy. Whoa, whoa. Do you think he's a middle lineup? I think he's a leadoff hitter or two-hole at the most. Would, would you consider, like, is Cedric Mullins, for example, is he a middle-of-the-order guy? Not necessarily. I but think he's he a two-hole. 30. You're seeing a lot of guys hit their best player in the two-hole nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Aaron Judge is yeah. two-hole. Some guys hit a leadoff. Right. You want to yeah. get them to the plate as many that fifth at bat every game. So to answer your question, I think middle of the order isn't as important. Just a guy that is going to basically be that one threat in the lineup, like the one guy you do not want to pitch to. You That's circle what the and say he can't beat us, right? Which yeah. that could that could affect his numbers because if you have right. that target on your back, you get the best. But adding guys like Avisayo Garcia. Adding guys like Joey Wendell, that's a huge step in the right direction. Exactly. So I yeah. really like what Miami's doing down there, what Kim Ang is doing in that front office, Derek Jeter. I mean, Jeter's a winner, man. He knows how to win. It's just, um, it just takes time. You can't just snap your fingers and take over a, an organization and go to the World Series. It doesn't work that way. And if Jazz wasn't playing in Miami, a team that had the lowest attendance in baseball the last couple seasons, he'd be a face-of-the-league type player. I truly mean that. The, the, the swag and passion that this guy brings on a day-to-day basis – I, think I was going to say that's like a little firm, but it, I feel like that because he is in Miami. You're right. Yeah, but perhaps it's a little like the blue hair, sure. the chains, yeah. the the charisma on the field. I feel you there. I feel you. It, he's yeah, fun. It, he's yeah. fun. Yeah. He's he's a, he's like that catchy song. That you're like this song's okay, and then you listen to it, and you're like, damn, this is a fucking jam. Yeah, like that's how I feel about you. I'm not making music references because jazz. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I just realized that, but I get um, all my I get all my dad jokes from Brooksy here. So, the jazz flute. <laughs> what is your uh, who is your 2022 first breakout player? All right, so I have a one pitcher and one position player. I'll start okay. with the pitcher. Going to my roots, Boston, Tanner Houck. What a surprise! Why? Why is that a surprise? Boston. Huh? He has some of the, and I think you'll agree with this. He has some of the best quote unquote stuff. It's nasty in baseball. And he's adding a third pitch that he started. He debuted a little bit last year. He's throwing a split mm. um, that we saw a little bit. He low percentage last two months of the season. We saw that spike a little bit because he's got one of the best sliders, wipe out side to side horizontal break sliders in baseball. You have uh, me a but, splitter. You know how much I love a splitter pitcher. Oh, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter how good your slider is. If the league knows that's your best pitch, if you're in high leverage situations, they know you're going to throw it. So it's mm-hmm. not as effective. You got to add a third pitch. I don't know if he's going to be a starter or, or a reliever. I feel like he's really good out of the bullpen for, to be that guy because we don't see starters go deep into games, right? right? So you need those guys in the pen can give you two to three. Mm-hmm. And I think he can be that guy. He started a lot. He looked good when he started, but just couldn't get a bunch. He couldn't get wins as a starter. That wasn't his fault. That was just kind of the team didn't really uh, support him much when he pitched. But um, three three five two ERA. Uh, whip was over one, it was like 1.14, I believe. But his FIP was 2.58, so that leads me to believe that his stuff he was better than what his numbers showed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like his stuff, his stuff's explosive. It's like I said, some of the best, nastiest stuff in the game. And if he hones that, he's only 25, mm-hmm. he hones that in. He's around veteran guys in Boston, I feel like leadership's good in Boston. He's gonna win in culture. And here's the biggest thing he pitched in big, big spots down mm-hmm. the stretch the end of the year and in the postseason that does a lot for the confidence of a young player once you've been there and been in those big situations the regular season in the big leagues all of a sudden isn't that big of a deal mm-hmm. I played in the postseason 13 played in the world series in 14 15 16 17 i was like 
it's just another game. This ain't the World Series. It feels fine. My, my heart beats a lot slower now, you know, once you've been there and been in those situations. So I think that's going to help them a lot as well. Yeah, I think the thing that people are forgetting about Boston is they weren't supposed to win last year. No. Uh, they're ahead of schedule. You got your top prospects coming up. I like that. I yeah. like that you went pitcher first, too, by the way. Um, you I went knew you would pitcher. It's a, it's a season of giving, Dan. Mm. And I want to do that for you because why not? Luis Robert, baby. He oh, is MVP. I love that. I'm a big fan, man. Big injuries fan derailed, right injuries derailed this kid in 2021. Injuries what, really he derailed. He his hip flexor or something. What, did he, what, what, what was it? I believe it was a knee injury this last year. Was uh, it, it was, yeah, I believe you're thinking of Eloy Jimenez's oblique. Those, yeah, that's what it was. Actually, Robert might have been a hamstring, if I'm not mistaken. No, I swear he blew his like hip flexor running down the line or something, quad or something. Use that Google machine. Uh, it was a hip flexor. Good for you. Oh, listen, bud, if anybody knows injuries, it's me, Poppy. I'm just going to see myself out. Yeah, you should beat it. I don't know my shit. Luis Robert. Luis Robert could be an MVP candidate if he's healthy. Max exit velocity the last two seasons. They've been the 99th percentile. He won a gold glove his rookie season. His out above average in in the 86th percentile this last season. He's already arguably the best center fielder defensively in baseball. He's Cuban, right? He's a Cuban kid, yeah. Cuban Mike Trout. His tools are like that. I'm not I'm not comparing him to Mike Trout like in yeah. that sense, but no tool wise. Five yeah. five five tool player. Yeah, for sure. And Six he's got a tool player. Heard he's a great shower teammate. You know what I mean? I'm gonna move on from that. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna completely ignore that. Uh, <laughs> not to mention, too, though, he has an amazing line, uh, excuse me, lineup around him. We got Jose Abreu, you got Elo Jimenez, you got Tim Anderson. I mean, you got dudes up and down that lineup. He's going to have so many RBI opportunities. Grandall's on base. Grand, yeah, Grandall's always on base. He's going to hit 220, but he's going to get 220 is a big year for him. He was hitting like a buck 80 there for a while and was like on base percentage was like 900. <laughs> Dude, everybody shits on Salvador Perez and everybody's like, look at Yost Money and Grandall. He gets on base more than Sal. It's like, I get it. 50 home runs. I get like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, like what Yasmani Grandal does and his ability to get on base, very impressive, but it's not as He's impressive. Good behind the plate hitting, too. It's not as impressive as hitting 47 home runs from behind the dish as Salvi did. Like, right. Like people hate on Salvi. Salvi is legit the nicest human being in the big leagues. Why do people hate on Salvi? I don't get it. He's a small market guy. He's not like overpaid by any means. Like you say, he's one of the nicest dudes in the oh, world. He signed he a dog shit contract. Yeah, like I don't get why people don't like Salvi. I really don't. Understand. That's another. We don't have to get deep into that, but Casey, fuck him. He, they knew his background. They knew he he was basically homeless growing up. Like he had almost nothing growing up. So as soon as he got to the big leagues, they knew what they had. They offered him a look up his contract. Look look up his contract real quick. You can jump this, and I'll jump right back in. Can you help explain why people don't like Salvador Preza? Like all the baseball nerd guys don't like. Salvador I don't know. Perez. They don't know him clearly. Uh, what's not to? I mean, he has a lot of injuries. He's had a lot of injuries, but like you know, just like look up the con- first contract they gave him. So, Salvi. Let's see. I'm, this is according to Spot Track. Five years, seven million. Yes. Yeah. Twenty. Okay. Are you fucking fisting me? So 2012 to 2019, that was his contract. Five years, seven million, and his average five years, seven million. Yeah, that's right. Just so they can get an extra year or two of control. When really, like, 
The Braves did a similar thing with Acuna. Acuna is an absolute steal. He's got a. It is, but it was better than that. It was like. Yeah. Eight year, 100 mil for Acuna, which is an absolute steal. It is, but it's not $7 million for three last years. Dude, if the Braves can re sign Freddie, which it would still surprise me if he doesn't re sign with Atlanta after everything that he did and, and has done for that city and for that franchise, they'll re sign him. They'll have control of Acuna. Albies, Dansby, Freddie for like the next three or four years. And what's up with Riley? Because he played the MVP level. Riley too. Season. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know how I omitted Austin Riley. Him too. They would have control of basically their core. Soroka, Max Freed. Like <laughs> they just won a World Series. Ian, Ander- Ian Anderson. Ian Ander- they just won a World Series, and they still are going to control these players for another. They two- had Travis Darno too for another year or two. Yeah. I think. I don't get why people hate on Salvi. I really don't get it, dude. He's one of the best dudes in the game. Nicest human beings. You just said very humble dude. Humble. Yeah, I know that doesn't matter like within the game. Like no one cares. They'd, they'd rather you be a piece of shit and be a really good player than be a good good guy and like an okay player. That's just how it is because it's all about production. It's it a, matters it's to me. That level. It matters to me too. As it's like a teammate, you want like, you'd rather a Salvi. Jazz Chisholm, Luis Robert. Those are my guys poised to break out in 2022. Did you have okay. another? I got one more. I have my uh, position player, Jared Kelnick. I know I, I he stunk. Have I have him on I my know list. Well, I know he's, he, he stunk, got sent down. He grinded. They let him just kind of struggle, which was good. You need to. You got to just kind of get seasoned up there and just kind of grind through it. He came back in the last month of the season from all of September. What was it? 29 games. He had an 854 OPS, seven homers, and 20 RBIs in 29 games. Yeah. It's good. So the, the good. tools are there. He proved he could do it. And that was down the stretch for them when they were trying to get into the postseason. He's 22. Those were big games. It wasn't like stress-free baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, like he like the Padres. I'm just I'm not talking crap, but the Padres the last month were 20 games back. So Facts. like there wasn't like stress-free baseball where the young guy can go out there and just try out and try to do the spot for next year. Like they were trying to win and they needed him. And he came through. Um, the tools are there. That's another guy's a five-tool guy. Mm-hmm. Five tool player. He just uh there was a lot of pressure on him last year. I'm plain and simple. He was expected to be the next Griffey. <laughs> like that's the way they built him up. Like, this is our next guy. And I think he I don't think he's the next Griffey, but I think he's gonna be a very solid big leaguer. Mm-hmm. I think next year we'll see. I still think he'll probably hit 260, 270. I don't expect him to go hit 300 or anything. But he's gonna play good defense. He's gonna light it up on the base pass. He flies, he's gonna make you know top 10 plays. Uh, web gems, whatever you want to call it, whatever. But he's he's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. And last year was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to him. Because I guarantee he learned how to work even harder. I'm looking at his baseball savant page. So for those that didn't watch one of our prior episodes, I called Can it. Can you please I, throw that clip on here? I'll What did I call it? Baseball savant? Savant. Savant. Look on baseballsavant.com. You know, the analytical. It's savant, number one. Can you f***ing read? <laughs> <laughs> Your question, in my knowledge, you just said baseball savant. Baseball anytime, savant. anytime I reference baseball savant in a social setting, my friends bring up you calling me out. That was hilarious. That was with Cody Decker. <laughs> That was with Cody Decker. It was with Cody. Yeah, we got to get Cody back on the show, dude. That guy's hilarious. We got to start getting some guests back for you guys. This is uh, because we're bored. We don't have anything to talk about. Oh, I'm not good enough for you. You're enough. <laughs> but now the New Year's coming around, like I'm smelling some baseball, even though we're in a lockout. I mean, it's yeah. coming. 
Yeah, we're about What's 50. Coming, we're, we gotta start. We gotta start looking for. It's hard to look for because there's so many free agents that haven't signed yet. Big. I know. I know. We're about 50 days away, pending this uh, lockout. We're about 50 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. By the way, think, uh, one last. I can see like March. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was just gonna say one last note with. My dog's sneezing over here. One last note with uh, Jared Klenick. His barrel percentage, despite him having a tr- an atrocious first few months of his career, his barrel percentage was still in the 64th percentile. What was his BABIP? Do you have it? Do I have it? You know I have it. I know you got it. I just want you to look at it. What did you look at this? Look at that. You're putting me on the spot a lot today. Sorry, Asking me for numbers and pronunciations. What's your thing? I was actually had the pronunciation correct. But I wanted to make sure. His bat pit last year was 216. Yeah, 216. Not good. Not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. But that goes that goes in there with his barrel percentage. It's like he's hitting the ball hard sure. and he just had some bad luck. Yeah. He also had some just really bad r- ruts that he got in. He couldn't get out of it. He was striking out a lot, too. Yeah. But, um, man, you're that fast. Just touch it. We teased a Q&A and we promised a Q&A mailbag. So that's exactly look into these because I haven't really looked at them. So it's exactly what we're going to do. Because we're a man, we're men of principle and we're a man of honesty and bravery. Like Salvador Perez. <laughs> yes. Brian Morelli at Mo Rells 86. Ah, finally, need Will to confirm or deny the rumor that Clay Buckholtz was faster than Jacoby Ellsbury. Really? Okay. Clay, they race supposed so I didn't see this at the big league level. The slowest um, pitcher and most methodical pitcher I've ever seen is faster than Jacoby. He hauls ass. Really? He's built like this pin. He's so skinny, <laughs> but he could haul ass, dude. I never saw them race, but um, they came up to the minor leagues together. And Pedroia swears like that it's true that they raced and buckled smoked them. Interesting. I never saw it firsthand, but I believe Petey. Why not? Would love to see uh, Clay Buckholtz and Tim Linscombe do like speed or something, some type of hard drug. And Linscombe was, I've seen video on someone's phone, ex teammate who uh, had video of Linscombe doing throwing down like a 360 dunk. <laughs> like he's just, I mean, he's the freak, right? Like, yeah. Ryan Wesner, do you think a stadium by a Mali Arena near Channel Side is viable as a full time home for the Rays for agents? I don't know where that is, but it's not the Trop, so God, probably better. <laughs> Trop's a dump. Molly, they, they got to get out of there, man. The, the 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 teams that they're spitting out, the success they're having, they need a good stadium, man. That they just don't like to spend money. We know that, mm-hmm. but they just have the they have the recipe for success in their scouting department. They know who to draft and uh, bring in the organization to help them win. So, but yeah, get those guys a good stadium. If you keep going to the playoffs like this, you those guys deserve it. So do the fans. Come on. Looks like Amali Arena is. I'm probably pronouncing that completely wrong. I too, have by no the way, idea what that is. home of the back-to-back Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry, I'm tired. I got kids and shit. Sorry. Yeah, I feel it. Ramon Patlin Jr. at Junior Ramp. And when is pay? This is a good question. When is it payday for a major leaguer after every game, once a week, once a month, and only during the season? Question mark. Only during the season. You do not get paid during spring training. Um, you get paid on the first of every month and the 15th. So every two weeks. Yep. Every two weeks. Yep. 
that's similar for minor leaguers too, by the way, they do not get paid during the off season. And then I also, from what I understand is they do not get paid minor leaguers for spring training. They get their housing and food a stipend, right? The stipend, but they do not get paid for spring training. Minor leaguers don't. Nope. You get like living out. So if you live out, if you don't live in the team hotel, if you live in the team hotel, you get significantly less because they're paying for your living, like your hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you live out, you get like X amount of dollars every week. It's weekly. Yeah. Question, question for Will. What is the oh, Wait, 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 wait. Wait. And, and big league spring training, you get a stipend too. You get paid weekly. It's like meal money, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they always would do cuts the day of meal money. So if you get cut, <laughs> you don't get paid. <laughs> that's such, that's Bush. Bullshit. That's Bush. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Question for Will. This is from Holly M at HMAC28. Of course, it's always a question for Will. Nobody wants to know what Danny thinks. Danny, you read these questions phenomenally. Thank you. I know I do. What was your favorite stadium to play in as an away player in both the majors and the minors? Also, would you ever consider being a coach? Oof. I'm, a, I'm my own life coach. That's what I am. Are you going to coach your daughters in softball? Of course. I'll, I'm going to coach them. In, I'm probably going to be like fucking cheer dad in the stands but fuck um i don't know i mean whatever they want to do i'll whatever they play i'll be a part of it yeah i say softball like but they could be into band or you know anything yeah i've had some options i've had some offers to coach i've had double a coaching jobs really hitting coach stuff yeah you got an offer and you turned them down yeah i mean i lived that life of traveling through the minor leagues in a bus for years i don't i got my kids i got my wife i got my house a dog who's passed out over here um i just i'm not to get too like deep and like <laughs> in my feelings here um i don't want to look back when i'm old and be like man i wish i know i'm not going to look back and be like man i wish i worked more <laughs> but i'm going to wish i spent more time with my family so i i don't i'm gonna eliminate that i'm gonna spend time with them i'm able to do this media thing from home i can do a lot of shows here I'll probably have some stuff up my sleeve for next year. I can't really talk to you guys about yet, but mm. um, heard oh here first. There's there's a few things in the works right now. In the works, nothing solidified. Once it is, I'll let you guys know. But I'll be traveling a little more next year. But my main priority is being here with these girls, man, and being a present dad and husband and just living in the now. So I think my days of riding through the minor leagues and being a coach or being in, in baseball is probably over. Yeah. What Get was the rest yourself, of that question? Uh, what do you do? do oh, no, that's a different question. I'm sorry. Uh, would you ever consider being co- – oh, what was your um, favorite stadium to play oh, in the way play? Yeah, that's tough. There's so many good ones. It was not the Coliseum. Um, I love playing at Angels Stadium. Yeah. What's it called? Is it Angels. Angels? Yeah. It is. But I love yeah. playing there, but I think the most fun is the Dod- is Dodger Stadium. Just the history there. Um, you play there on the weekend. There's just 100,000 people there, right? There's like 80 to 100,000 people. The ground shakes. The music's loud. It's a show. It's not just a baseball game. It is a full-on show. And you're on deck, and you're like, oh, wow. Like, at the time, rest in peace. Like, wow, Kobe, you know, Denzel, like, J-Lo. Like, damn. You're like, that's awesome. You're on deck. Like, oh, shit, I'm up. I got to go to the play. <laughs> i didn't even take a swing i'm just looking at people on deck um but yeah it's just cool the people you see there like magic johnson what 
Yeah. Can you imagine, like, isn't it crazy? This is a little like crazy thought on my my end, but like, can you like you know what happened to him, right? And his name's Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh about that, but like, that's always the thought I have when I think Magic Johnson. I'm like, really, like Magic Magic yeah. Johnson? It's objectively funny. It's just like yeah. we're, we're I'm trying to be sensitive happen. towards the subject, but like it's objectively funny for sure. Like yeah, okay, anyways. we were talking about All this. Right. So, let's so, move on. Let's let's move on. <laughs> that's that's probably the best decision here. Uh, by the way, t- to allude to your earlier point, I too am thankful for my wife, and I would recommend getting a sugar mama to anyone out there who wants to work. Oh, no doubt, because they allow us to do what we love to do, and that's talk. You know, talk the shit and and talk baseball all day. So uh, yeah, one of my buddies, he's uh, dating a nurse, and he's thinking about popping a question in the near future, and we're. Uh, or, or my wife is a nurse. And so we say that he is on the Danny plan. So anyone dating a nurse, anybody dating a sugar mama, they're on the Danny plan. Just so you know. Like it. Brian plus Korn. they're gone like 12 hours at a time. You can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I didn't say it. That, I came Sorry, Sam. Brian Corns at Frontline Indy. Always curious about life on the road as a big leader. Another good question. How are room assignments, meal allowances, et cetera, handled? And what do you do during downtime at the hotels? Okay. So room assignments is random. If you have a suite built into your contract, then you get a suite. But what did you say? Did you have a roommate? No, you don't have roommates in the show. I didn't think so. Yeah, you get your own. Triple A? Um, what? Triple A, you had roommates? Yeah, they do. But a lot of guys could get their own rooms if you had like, a good amount of service time. Mm-hmm. If, I, if you're on like a rehab assignment, you get your own room. But you double up. Yeah. Um, it's free time. I mean, when I was with the Sox, like I said, we had a lot of old grizzled vets who had suites and they like guys like Jake Peavy who come on down to my show suite and play my guitar, serenade you with my words, He'd play songs and sing him buckles would sing and play guitar. It, man, that was, now that I think back, it was a, such a fake life, man. Like <laughs> we'd play a game. I remember in Chicago, we played a game. It was against the Cubs or no, it was against the White Sox. Went back to the hotel. PV had a show suite. They're playing guitar, you know, drinks, food, whatever, just hanging out. There were like 10 of us in there. Somebody had a dog literally just farted. <laughs> I've never heard him. Do, that was, I'm sorry. I just ruined that story, but that startled me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> threw me off. Anyway, so we go, we get, there's like 10 of us. There's like 10 of us in this suite. There's music, food, all this. Someone literally had flew their tattoo guy in. So like salsa monkeys, like on a table, like laying out, getting tattoos. Like it's, right. it's the show, dude. It's like, I just can't even explain it. It's like a magical land. It's like a very rich fraternity where like anything goes. Yeah. You're hanging out with guys who are making 15 to $20 million that year. You know, their paychecks are just like, two million dollars for every two you know every couple of weeks like damn man it's yeah. nuts but um yeah. That's so, what we like, do, so, yeah. so i'd be like oh can i help like pay for the pizza and they're like fuck off kid yeah i got i got that in my my ashtray <laughs> yeah. yeah it was yeah, fun. i mean but yeah when, on, on the road leagues was a lot of fun yeah you know when i hang out with my friends we pretty much do the same thing hang out sweets uh spend money just casual honestly though that's when you like really build relationships that's why i thought we were really good in 2013 because we did that more than any other time in my career 
we're on the road like half the team was just like kicking it until yep. like four in the morning you go to bed sleep till noon go to the field kick ass go back party hang out Doing some it. more just like talk ball talk talk you still you actually talk about the game you're like talk yeah. about the game like what happened tomorrow you're like some guys are on like ipads watch the picture for tomorrow but at the same time there's like jake peavy's singing songs and like playing the guitar for like three hours straight and like it's just it's baseball heaven man yeah it is last question from chris at dubs one five eight seven realistically oh, we're getting kind of dark here when rob manfred is done being commissioner who do you see as his replacement theo epstein a possibility question mark I really put much thought into it, but yeah. I feel like Theo would be such a good fit, right? And then, like, he, he left the game to go work for the MLB, which was kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, I don't know why he so, would turn it down if it was a possibility, you know what I mean? Right, like, at what point are you like, you know what, I don't want to work for the Chicago Cubs anymore. I'm going to go work for MLB. Yeah. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, too. I was like, I thought when he did that, I was like, man, something's about to go down, mm-hmm. and it just never did. So I don't know how that process works, but I think Theo – so Theo drafted me. Theo oh, came to Texarkana, Texas, and sat down with me and my family and went to a batting cage and watched me hit at my high school because they wanted me to sign. Hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So hopefully, because then I can be like, oh, like he's been to my house when I was a kid. Now he's the commish. How much was your scholarship offered at Texas A&M? How much did that play a part in your decision to sign the contract? I'm essentially asking how much did you consider going to Texas A&M as a – because for those that don't know, you had a football slash baseball offer. Yeah, I was going to try A&M. to do dual sports. So the thing was, was with A&M, if I was going to play quarterback, I couldn't play baseball. They're like, this is a year-round job. It's a big 12 12- – now SEC was a big 12 school to 24 7 365 job you don't have time to play another sport if you're gonna be our quarterback um so luckily for Ryan Tannehill I didn't (laughs) um but uh he was a receiver actually got hurt or uh they had like three quarterbacks go down and he ended up playing quarterback for and wearing number like 87 or 84 whatever he wore in college for like a couple games before they changed his number to a quarterback number but anyways um, I had a I had a full ride at Texas A and M, so I was like, "This is a good school." Like, edu- my both my parent parents are educators, so I was like, "You know, education is important to me too." And that's a really good school to get get a degree from. Um, and they spit professional players out of there all the time, so like, I can still go pro. So I still wanted to go to school. I was pumped to do that. Um, but if it hadn't been the Red Sox, and I mean, money played a part of it. Mm-hmm. Being able to help my family out, like right then and there being able to just put a good chunk of change in the bank, invest it. And like, even though I invested a ton of money and then 2008, everything crashed and I lost like over half my money. That was fun. Um, that's life. We made it back. It was, it was low risk. Made it back. over. You know, so you can't say that's life. Like, Oh yeah, I lost half a million dollars. Like, well, when you, invest, like in something, when you invest money in, in, in multiple, uh, companies, we'll say, um, that's a possibility. If you want to make like a 2%, put it in a money market account and just let it sit. Um, This isn't an investment podcast, though. Um, But yeah, the money played a big part of it. And I said, if you can't give me this much money, I'm not going to sign. I'm going to go to school. And they gave it to me. Oh, boy. That was our last Q&A. So I don't think we actually. I do. do, However, I have a cue for that Q&A. 
Is his, I wonder if his name's really Brian Corns. Because that's... That's like, did you see the blank ballot that came out? Michael Hunt. No. He's an actual voter. His name's Michael Hunt. Mike Hunt. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude's sending a blank ballot. All those names on that list. And he's sending a blank fucking ballot. Have some pride. Oh, I did. I did see it. I did see it. I was thinking. I went on a rant on Twitter about it. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking of uh, baseball. I was thinking. I was thinking politics. Yes, I did see Mike. Mike Hunt's. Michael. Michael. Michael, I did see Michael Hunt's ballot. Let's save. Let's save Cooperstown talk for another pod. We'll save that. Speaking of bad names, so Michael Hunt's bad. Um, When I was in the minor league, you can look this up. This is true. You know how the commissioner's name is on the baseball. The commissioner's name at the time when I was in the low minor leagues was Dick Beverage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go by Richard or something. Like, I think I told you this before. My uncle's name is uh, Dick Johnson. That's his real birth name. It's, <laughs> it's Richard Johnson. Is his? It's my uncle. We call him Uncle Dicky. Uncle Richard Johnson. Let's oh, just call him Wee Wee. Yeah, like. What are you doing, guys? Let's let's just have some feel when like we're your parents deal. are just either. I'm not gonna talk shit about your family. No, please. I'm not gonna do it. No. Yeah. But what are we doing? Are we trying? I know. Okay, last question, and then I know you have sleep to get to because you're an old man. Um, New Year's resolution. Do you have one? No. You kind of alluded to it earlier. You said you wanted to live in the moment. It's a good resolution. Yeah, but that's I do that every day. You're looking slim. I don't, I don't make resolutions really. You're looking I make very plan, slim I make and plans. in shape. I make plans. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, you know what? New year, new me bullshit. Like that. No, that ain't it. That ain't it for me. It never works. It, I tried it in the past. Never works. I don't make resolutions because resolutions never work. I make plans and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Not resolution like, man, I hope I lose some weight i hope i eat better this is what i want to do nah, just make plans be like this is what i'm gonna do because you're a bad bitch we'll go with that but it's like <laughs> it's just a, it's a mind frame thing for me if i'm making a resolution it's like yeah it's like fuzzy on the edges for me so i'm just like you know what this is what i'm gonna do these are my plans um and then it, it just feels better to just go do it instead of just kind of wish it to happen you know <laughs> No, I hear you. I sure. What about you? What do you got? I'm, that was a boring answer, but that's just me. Um, you know, I haven't thought much too much about it, but I mean, kind of a cliche one. I do want to travel more. We're in position yeah. now where you should. You're at the age now where, like, yeah, you're married. You don't have kids. Yeah, go live life with your wife because I mean, kids are the best things ever happened to me, but it's also like the worst at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just like weekend I don't, trips. I don't you know, mean like that. Uh, if my two year old or three year olds listen to this podcast, I love you. um didn't mean it uh i did i definitely didn't mean worst i just mean it it, they did definitely make things tough on your marriage sure um so it takes a special couple to get through that yeah Um, but we find times to travel too we we definitely we're like i told you we plan trips for each other so we're we're gonna do the same thing it's nothing better than just make memories right and they're almost old enough to start coming with us they're not there yet a couple more years but i'm excited for that too my resolution is to just be Will and Jenny. Apparently. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Though. 
Have a good New Year's, everybody. We will yeah. be speaking soon. Uh, yeah, this thing's about to fire back up uh, in the new year. Get some, we'll get some guests rolling in January, February, and then baseball time, baby. Happy New Year. See you in 2022. Bye. See you guys. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.